Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Last weekend, I uh, shared an email that I received from a friend in Ontario, and uh, she had received an extremely high electricity bill, three times what she normally would have paid last year or the year before. And what she did was call to complain and basically was blown off, and she decided that she would pay installments to make her point. And by the time she got to just before Christmas, she still owed them. $500, and she received a hand-delivered letter in her mailbox stating that if she hadn't paid the $500, by the middle of the afternoon on Christmas Eve, they would start disconnecting right after New Year's. And of course, you can't talk to anybody because they're all gone. And so the threat is viable, the threat is right there, and that was in Burlington, Ontario. So I started to ask whether you thought that um, the increase in electricity prices in Ontario, Kathleen Wynne's mistake, the Premier's mistake, which is causing half a million people to run into difficulties paying the bills. People are making decisions about whether or not they can heat their homes or buy food or buy clothing. They can't afford all three because of the electricity increases. And then we started to talk as well about the carbon tax in Alberta and asking whether it was hurting people. And we asked you the question whether you thought this was really about these taxes, cap and trade, carbon, whatever one is calling her electricity tax, because that's what it is, whether you thought it was really for the good of the planet or to redistribute wealth. And the, I think everybody said it was about wealth redistribution. And we got two calls that I want to play back for you now. Two calls that stood out with me. The first call was from a woman in Orangeville, Ontario. And she was afraid of losing her home. She lives in a co-op. And she was afraid of being evicted because of the increase in the price of electricity. Listen to her explain her situation to me. I am a full-time university student. I have two kids. Um, We've had a battle with hydro going on for the last four to five years. Um, We're fortunate enough because we do live in a co-op, so our rent is based on income. Um, So we're fortunate that way. But we've gone from, like, $200 hydro bills up to almost $650. Wow. For what? For how long a period? Two months? Uh, No, that's only for one month. One month? For one month, yes. We're in a townhouse, and I'm married. I have, like I said, I have two daughters. And um, this hydro issue has been going on. We, you know, you're always receiving those threatening letters of disconnection, which, of course, are terrifying, you know, being a parent. 
um, and trying to go through school. But what's happened now, which I'd like to see if, like I said, if anybody has any knowledge, um, is apparently over the last few months, um, the hydro company would always say, you know, as long as you pay your electricity portion of the bill, um, you know, we won't disconnect, you'll be fine. Which, which was done, and then all of a sudden um, I was called in to our co-op office and told that um, Orangeville, the hydro company had billed the town of Orangeville for the water portion of my bill over the last year, which was like 2000 and something dollars. Oh, my God. And yeah, <laughs> I know, and apparently there's another bill coming in, and what is going to happen is I had to um, sit down with them, work out a repayment plan because I was told that they, like the the co-op will have, or like the county of Dufferin will have to pay uh, that water portion of the bill, but I need to go on a repayment plan to pay them back. So not only will I have the astronomical hydro bill per month, but also... Uh, this repayment plan that I had to sign. Now, what's scaring me is that this repayment plan has to go before the board of, of directors here where I live. And I was told that if they don't approve it, that I will face eviction. You know, this sounds like the USSR. <laughs> it was absolutely terrifying. And I'm still feeling that way because I have lived here for 10 years, basically, no trouble at all. And then, and I don't see how this can be something that's legal because I was always... No, you know what it is? You know what it is, Vi? It's a, it's a mistake. It is. That's what the Premier said. She made a mistake. Yeah, you are, you're suffering because of her mistake. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's absolutely scary. It's It's... So look, you know, I gather there's no way that you can cover all of this off. No, there's no way. Like I, I thought, um, you know, but when you're told from the hydro company, oh, you're okay as long as you pay off the electricity portion of the bill. Being in school, and I go to school, like I'm going through Laurentian University, I go to school right. all year, so I'm not working, but I am trying, and, and it's just... Um, it's very frustrating. Do you have a? Do you know if your MPP is uh, is liberal or, or NDP or PC? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> I should probably know that, but I don't actually. Well, I'm sorry. I, you know, what about other people in the, in your co-op? Would can you? I'm trying to think of a way that you could exert some pressure, but they're just going to push back. And that's what's scary because. The people who run the office, like you think, like when I signed that form for the repayment plan, mm. I was thinking, okay, it's done, you know, we'll, we'll just have to do it. Like, we don't have a choice, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll stick to this plan. But then when, as soon as I was told that it's actually not up to them, it's up to the board of directors. So if they, if the people on the board choose to not accept my repayment plan, how, how is that even possible when I was doing what, the hydro company told me I know, to do. I know. When you moved in there, you had an expectation of paying a certain amount for hydro. Right. And that's the way it was until right. this government yep. changed everything. Exactly. And now suddenly your, 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 your hydro rates have tripled. Oh, yeah. Your water yeah. rates have tripled. Yep. By the way, for the, you're, you're paying about, I think, the actual hydro is about 23% of your bill. 
Right. The delivery charge is 77% of your bill. Yes. And yes. and I don't know, I, Vi, I wish I had an answer, but I don't have I an answer for you. No, I know, and, and that's the problem. That's why I was hoping... You know, the, person, the people who have to have the answer are the people who run the government of Ontario. Yes. And that doesn't just mean the Liberals, because they created the mess, and they deserve to be kicked out on their backsides for what they've I done. Agree. Right? But <laughs> yeah. I don't hear anything from Patrick Brown... And yeah. Mr. Brown's been on this program and talking about this issue. I didn't hear anything from Patrick Brown that made me feel that he had a particular uh, a rescue plan uh, that, that was ready to go. And I spoke with uh, with Joe Oliver, the former federal finance minister, who's going right. to be running for the con- progressive conservatives. He didn't have an immediate plan, and you hear nothing from the NDP. So, no, people no, are people are where, people cannot pay these hurt. bills, and people like you are getting hurt. Yes. And that's the frustrating part yeah. is people who are trying to get ahead, go through school, you know, and just manage day to day. And then, you know, you have this fear constantly over you. Like, you know, if you're living I'm in going to home, invite the environment minister on this show. Yeah. I wonder if he'll come on. We'll ask. Okay. Well, I'll keep listening. <laughs> All right. And I, I'm trying to get some answers for you. The, okay. One of the best things we can do is just keep ringing the alarm bells. Yes. Keep ringing the alarm. All the. How old are your kids? Uh, one is fifteen and one is nine. Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're very good kids. Like I mean, other, yeah. other than that, it's just the stress of having that constant fear of disconnection, or you know, and yeah. trying to, you know, you you live in these places to try to get yourself ahead, and that's why I'm going through school. So you're right. trying all the time. But when your hydro bill is more than your rent, there's a problem, and there's no explanation. There's a a young mom in uh, Orangeville, Ontario. Her hydro bill, her electricity bill, has gone from $200 a month, which I think is excessive in and of itself, to $650 a month. She can't afford it. And so they meet with the co-op board, and they put together a plan which supposedly is going to satisfy the board, as far as getting caught up is concerned on on arrears, but if the board of directors says no to the plan that she agreed to that the the board came up with, she will lose her home. And Kathleen Wen says, well, I made a mistake. So her hydro rates have tripled, her water rates have tripled, and that's not the only story in the province of Ontario. There are many There are many. There are people who have had their hydro, their electricity cut off for months. And there's no reason for it. Because, as has been pointed out on this program, it has never been less expensive to produce electricity in Ontario. It has also never been more expensive to buy it. And that's because of the mishandling of the issue and the mishandling of money by the Liberal government. When we come back, you're going to hear a heart attack survivor from Alberta talking about how the carbon tax is terrifying him. Stick around. You listen to Green, Green. you might turn red. red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
You know, really, it's a bizarre, 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 bizarre statement that um, Kathleen Wynne made. But she made a mistake. She made a mistake. The pain, the suffering that people in the province of Ontario are experiencing because they can't afford their electricity, can't afford their water. What? Well, it's just a mistake. Thank you, Premier. That mistake should cost you your job. Period. Mistake. It's like Trudeau on Friday saying, well, we're going to phase out the oil sands. Whoops. 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 Didn't mean to say that. Well, you did. And so what's happening in Alberta? Well, there's the carbon tax. And they're already handing out rebates to some. And that speaks to the fear that the government is experiencing. They spent $9 million to advertise the carbon tax to Albertans. That's another expression of fear by the government. All you have to do is for the, to, to look at the success of carbon tax, carbon taxation. I'm working on this. I'm working on an interview. Hopefully we'll have it on for next weekend. I'm working on it. Um, But all you have to do is look at Australia, which in 2014, and you've heard me say this more than once, but it bears to be repeated because it's important, Australia tried the carbon taxation for two years. They had more than a thousand pages of legislation. More than a thousand pages of legislation. How many little trees lost their lives? And then they dumped it. And why did they dump it? If you look on the Australian government's website, they'll tell you it's because it was harming business, the economy, and families. So they got rid of it. Meanwhile, we have a prime minister who demands the provinces must have some form of carbon taxation or he's going to stamp down his little foot. And the only sensible person provincially is Brad Wool. Premier of Saskatchewan, who's on this show and said that after Trudeau initially had gone on about how there was going to be a carbon tax, national carbon tax, Mr. Wall asked him, Trudeau, have you done a financial impact state study? No. So the prime minister is going to introduce a tax which fundamentally changes the methodology. The the fundamentals of taxation in Canada is going to harm people because they don't have the money. It's going to harm people because everything is going to be more expensive. It's going to lose jobs until you prove me wrong. Has he done a financial impact statement? No. Not sure Trudeau knows what a financial impact statement is. Uh, So we had a call that really troubled me last Sunday from Ken in Alberta. Have a listen. I'm a heart patient. Uh, last April on the 16th, I had a heart attack. I'm a truck driver. Uh, I've been off work since then. I've been getting a check from Social Health Services for eight fifty a month. Right now I'm living in an RV. Uh, I can't afford to get propane because they won't help me. I've tried everything. I've talked to everybody. And uh, I'm getting pretty stressed out, and I'm getting chest pains. So I uh, I put a a thing in for my doctor to see him on Monday. And uh, everything I've tried has just flipped me right in the face. 
You know, I've talked to everybody, and everybody says, well, we're not equipped to handle propane, and we can't help you out. We so nothing for you. There, there, there's nothing for you. Yeah, there's nothing for you, I can. But that doesn't solve the problem. Tomorrow it's going to be minus 34 here. You know, what am I going to do then? You know, and propane's gone up $20 a bottle that I'm using for my RV, a 100-pounder. They went up $20 to the carbon tax. I can't afford to fill it as it is, and now they're 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 bumping it up twenty bucks. What am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do, yeah? You know, have you tried? I mean, have you tried? Can what if I drop dead overnight in here? Can have you tried uh, the United Way? Have you tried um, agencies like the United Way? No, I haven't. Try them. Yeah. Try them. Try the United Way. Try the Salvation Army. Because I find this is a, a, a form of bullying. You know. No, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the exactly law. the word that I used for my friend when she told me what she was encountering, and I read her email. It's bullying. Yeah, and that's against the law. Why are they getting away with it? Yeah, why are they getting away with it? So a man who's recovering from a heart attack, and heart disease is terrifying, as those of us who've experienced it know, he can't afford the extra $20, Premier. Premier Notley. He can't afford the extra $20. Nobody's helping him. He's getting $850 a month and nobody's helping him. What is that about? Really, seriously, what's it about? Why is there no help for somebody like Ken? Sometimes you look, you need to look into into your own home. You need to look into your own into your own situation and find out people find people who need help and give them the help. Why can't why is it allowed for someone like Ken to worry about minus thirty four degree weather, not have twenty dollars, the extra twenty dollars to buy the propane bottle that the carbon tax has. Has resulted in uh, an increase. I'm I'm just absolutely disgusted. Meanwhile, the politicians they just tell us what to do, and they wonder why there's public pushback. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Are you struggling? Because of increased electricity prices or the carbon tax? Give me a call. 1-800-263-2428. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.